Welcome to Questions for Lennon, the advice podcast where we answer advice questions emailed in from our listeners. I'm your host, European rock and roll guitarist, John Lennon, and I'm in a good mood. You know, sometimes I come in this show and I'm in such a bad, rotten mood because something didn't go my way, but I'm in a good mood today because I just had another great meeting with my new uh, club. I'm in, uh, in Central Park. I'm in a roller skating club. It's a group I found on a, a Facebook uh, group. And they're so warm and welcoming that it's it's just roller skating. We put out some cones, so there's a little block off area, and we can roller skate. We dress however we like. We could be free with ourselves and do whatever we want. We're, the group's called the Roly Polies, and I couldn't be happier. So I guess my advice, a little bit of advice for you is, find yourself a roller skating group. Even if, if you're happy in life or sad in life, get a roller skating group, and you'll either feel good or you'll feel better because it's fun. It's a fun group. Now, folks... Oh, we've got a guest today. We've always got a guest, but today is no different. This is a friend of mine. I've known him for years. You, you, the listener, probably knows him from Campbell's Corrections on the Sloppy Boys podcast. Please welcome multi-hyphenate Neil Campbell. Hey, thanks for having me, John. I'm excited to be here. I'm a huge fan and, as you said, a friend. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Uh, well, I'm a fan of yours too. Now you say you you come on as a multi hyphenate, and we hmm. know the usual writer, director, actor. Sure. Well, you've got other hyphenates in there. What what are some of those other crazy hyphenates you're up to? I can, uh, you know, I can use a grill. Um, okay. Ooh, grill master. Oh, yeah. <laughs> grill master oh I would I wouldn't say I've achieved the level of master. It's a grill user. I'm a grill user. <laughs> grill user general. Yeah. You know, grill eater offer. You could say. Sure. Um, but do you? But would you? Have I ate not straight off the grill? A, a good question. Probably not. I probably you'd always, probably always transferred it. it to a plate. Yeah, you'd always you'd be or a bun at least for sure. <laughs> you could never you never take the tongs. You don't see anyone do this. You've, I've seen it in sort of uh, sideshows at circuses and mm. things. A grill and somebody takes a hot dog off with a tweezer. You know the big tweezers, yeah. the tongs. And they swallow it right away. Mm. And they're screaming out, my throat, my throat, my throat is killing me. Yeah. Now, at the circuses you go to, is that yeah. like, like the Piccadilly Circus? Why is it called a circus? It's not really a circus, right? It wasn't. It originally was. Now oh. it's shops and, mm. uh, you know, record stores. And I'm sure they have a Starbucks. There's mm. a Starbucks. There's you know, a lot of you them. You can see. Yeah. There's a lot of them everywhere. You can see a Starbucks from a Starbucks. I've done that before. And I was with Ringo and I nudged him in the shoulder. I kind of spilled some of his coffee. But I nudged him in the shoulder. I said, you see this? This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. And he said, I, yeah, I'm going to leave right now because you made me upset with spilling the coffee. Anyway, Piccadilly Circus. I'm glad you asked because nobody ever asks about it. Piccadilly Circus was once, yes, a circus. Uh, this was probably back in the, I want to say, 1760s mm. for the whole decade from 1760. So uh, 1760, England is riding high going, not only you know, are we this island, we also are the new world as well. And that will right. never change. The, right. What was the first thing you said? Well, we live on this island of England. Right. But we also right, have right. our new, uh, our empire has extended into the new world, into North America. Right. And that's England also. And I bet, and, and they're probably 1760s feeling excited about that. They're feeling so excited. Like we can do anything. We could put, we could just put a circus in the middle sure, of the town. Sure, sure. We've got all these colonies elsewhere. Uh, like, right. We're on top of the we world. We can use, 
We can use this one to just sort of be a wild and crazy free place with elephants walking around, mm. clowns going every which way in cars, trapeze people zipping and swirling through the through the um, zipping. What do I want to say there? Zipping and swirling through the telephone wires. Ah, yes. Which we didn't, you know, we, we had those set up way right. before way the before invention. The, yeah, that was the nice thing. When the telephone got invented, there were already the wires that had been put in it place. It took off in England yeah. so quickly. We just because we, we, was, we had to the, something, yeah. <laughs> that was really what it was. The telephone wires were put up first. And then somebody said, geez, Alexander Graham Bell, we know him. He said, I got to come up with something to make use of these big yeah. wires. That I'll call it a telephone because we've already got the wires up we're there. We're putting all this trouble into like putting inserting them into our houses. and Right. We've got cool ones. We've got ones that are shaped like Elvis. We got a football phone. We've got the regular. Oh God! Remember the old ones where you dial with your finger and it goes around and around. Unbelievable! You show that to a kid, even a college kid these days, they wouldn't know what you're doing. Now, John, when you say a football phone, what what shape are you picturing? I'm, you know, I'm picturing just a round orb with a black and white, sort of almost like a chessboard yeah, covering see, the whole see, thing. Yeah, see, it's a different thing. I, the, it's handled only with the foot. Yes, I understand. Yes, it's 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 different here at the states. A football that phone was, is yeah. all right. The pig skin. football, pig skin. I and you know, I'm a big fan of football. I watch it every season. Mm. I'm big on the draft. I love watching the draft. Mm. So now you're now you're talking American football. American football, sure. Now, when I'm talking with you, an American, uh, you know, a real sure. American boy. Uh, That's true. Speaking, speaking of, you know, <laughs> we're in July here. Why not say it? I, I am American. I was born in uh, Lithia Springs, Georgia. I know that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, right, near, right down the street from where REM was playing. REM's, yeah. I think actually perhaps born in the same hospital as Little Nas X. Is that true? I think it might. I mean, I don't know how many <laughs> hospitals there are, and it's no. And Donald, I think it's a best uh, or a, a Home Depot now, but uh, oh, uh, you know, I think there used to be one there. Isn't that always what's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, hospitals are turning into a Home Depots, yeah. Best Buys, Walmart's. It's, you just you know, pave paradise, I guess. Yeah. Everyone's we'll just, just feeling good, and we don't need hospitals anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming off of COVID, I think everyone's saying we don't need to go back in there. Mm-hmm. We've had the worst of it. Every now we're all immune. Um, now wait a minute. You, you we're talking about little Nas X. REM. REM. Little Nas X. No, you're from Lithium Springs. Lithia Springs. Well, it was. It's. I think it's right by Atlanta. It's just happens to be where my folks were living at the time, and but they were they were sort of. I'm, you said lithium. I'm thinking lithium. Lithium. Oh, Nirvana. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and coming off, you th- it's so funny because you're a rock and roll fan, so you sure. think lithium, you think Nirvana. Yeah. And I hear lithium. I think so. I'm such a uh, remote control car fanatic. I think lithium, lithium batteries. Batteries, yes. Something that could charge up. Uh, hey, you remember? I, did we meet? No, we didn't. We didn't meet here, but you came to one of my very first remote control car races. Yes, yeah, it was a little derby of sorts, I believe. It was, yeah, it was. It was called the uh, the what was it called? The Mudhound Derby. It was in uh, mm-hmm. Columbus, Ohio. It was great. Uh, you, and you flew all the way out there for me. I couldn't believe it. We had just we had met at a party. We had met at uh, some party in New York. It was on top of a huge building. I forget what what building it was, but it was a very tall building. It was a sort of patio party for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Ringo was there i can't remember whose party who threw it i want to say it was jeff richards 
Yeah, I was Jeffrey when he was on SNL. When he was on SNL, yeah. Yes, that and that's true. That's what it was. Yeah, he was he like, I, big, I, was, he you know, big... I was just breaking up laughing during that cut prospector sketch, and now I'm holding a party. Right. So he had it up. That's right. He, he had a, a really good show, so we had a party. So we went up. Anyway, that's where we met. We went out to Columbus to do the RC cars. I, uh, it's tough when you got a new friend coming out to one of your passions, sure. your hobbies. I, yeah, you I understand see, that. You saw, you know, uh, me exactly how I stripped down to my, you know, emotional core. Yeah, yeah. Because I lost it. I, I lost it there. Yeah. It was, it was I, a rough, I, uh, a rough outing. You were, you know, you were, you were trying to show off and. I know. I'm trying, because I was doing so well in the circuit. I want to show off for the crowd. I want to show off for you. And then I'm, I'm losing and my pit team is all off doing at the fucking soda machines and the snack bars get back here we've got real problems and i'm pushing them and shoving them i'm getting into a lot of i'm getting into a lot less shoving matches that's a a, something for me i'm working on that's nice yeah you want to yeah hugs not shoves i think is right 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 hugs not drugs and certainly not shoves and loves not shoves Loves and not love. Um, loves underpants, uh, children's diapers. Sure, and not unless you're a child and you need those. Yeah, not loves uh, uh, episodes of love either. Right, right. Unless you need those too. Sure. Sometimes you just need to be entertained. Um, I have a similar thing where, yes, it's t- sometimes you meet someone, especially if, like myself. Uh, you do improv shows sometimes, and, and then oh, they go, yes. well, I should come to one of those shows. And you go, eh, do I want this person to, I don't know, maybe they shouldn't do that. It's a... But you're like, <laughs> well, I, don't, I do the shows because I think they're good. I want to, I want to do shows, but it, right, I think people right. feel like obligated. Like, I should go to the one of those. You kind of got to go, well, maybe maybe you sometimes should. Sometimes it's know. a little it's a little more uh, pressure when you, you know, you want to go out there and be free and do maybe a... Uh, a pirate voice. Oh, or, sure, yeah. Uh, the scene calls for somebody to be a dog on the ground. Yeah, yeah. That's always tough to watch. Yeah, they sit your friend on their hands and knees. Do, you know, putting the tongue out Ooh, like a dog. Good. That's good. actually really good. Going, mm, mm. and then because sometimes the rules of the scene they'll play it so so tight that you know you know dogs don't talk. No, oh, they shouldn't. So they, they'll play it like they don't talk, and then now you're just watching right. your friend. Well, I didn't think a summer of Sam scene. Maybe they will, but. Now, did you you worked extensively on a, a sort of a personal project trying to to crack that whole thing? Uh, oh, I was trying to crack the zodiac. Uh, the zodiac, zodiac, right, right, killer. right. Yeah, I don't think there's there's much left to be cracked in the son of Sam. They found out. Yeah. son of Sam. They. I, I think they. Got, I think Sam they nailed the, the guy. Yeah, the son they of Sam. Him. Yeah, who, who's and he thought a dog was talking to him. Yeah, like he a, thought a dog, as voiced oh. by John Turturro, uh, was talking to him. Oh, well, I good, mean, good in the movie. Film. Hmm. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. John Turturro or John Leguizamo? John Leguizamo is in the movie. I think John Turturro oh, okay. is the voice of the dog in spite oh, of the so? Summer of Sam, I believe. Okay. I, I, th- I, might, I, might, uh, I might watch that. It's written yeah, by I live here in New York Michael City. Michael hot... Yeah, <laughs> He's in it, too? I think he wrote it. Oh, my good God. He, is there anything he can't do? I'm, I'm scanning my brain, and I'm, not, I'm coming to blink. I, I don't know if he's a grill master uh, the way the way you and I are. Uh, so you've got wait now wait a minute yeah I'm getting off track here we got oh. way so <laughs> oh the Zodiac killer oh yeah that was your big pet project for I'd, oh I'd I would say, say a couple weeks yeah <laughs> many weeks yeah many, yeah many I, weeks. I had a blog spot about it I was trying to crack the case and I I 
I, I do think I successfully cracked it. I just have four or five different solutions, but I, I wholeheartedly oh. believe all of them are accurate. Now, is, is this, I'd say you throw them all in jail and then, uh, the whole know. thing. I'm so, I remember looking at the blog, the blog. Is it still up? Possibly. Do you want people to see it? <laughs> I can't even remember what it's called. So, uh, <laughs> Campbell's corrections. Indeed. Uh, it's, it's, perhaps... it's, it's the most generic. It's like Zodiac killer theories or something like that dot okay. blogspot you know one of these things now were you doing this i remember looking at this but were you doing it as were you doing it as a a goof off or were you are these actual you could read it and be like oh this does make sense i would say from a, it's from a criminology standpoint i would say a criminologist would think it's a goof um well, they're always so and uh, the you know, American Comedy Awards might also think it's a goof. Yes, I would say most people would say <laughs> so, it's a goof, yes. So one group, you want to be tickled that you're goofing off, and one group, you want to be taken a little more seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, comedy is serious country. business, so I, that's... That's true. Yeah. That's true, the serious business of being funny. Neil, should we, should we get into some questions? I'd love to. To see if people, because people need our help out Yeah, I'm, I'm, I lot. love dishing out advice. A lot of people <laughs> dishing out advice when it's not even asked for. You like to do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's honestly, I have to bite my tongue a lot of the time. Like, that could be. I'll do that. I'll walk down the street, and as people pass, I'll pick out what's wrong with the clothing. You know, the whole outfit. You know, yeah. shorts too tight, uh, dress too long, hat no need, sunglasses uh, don't match. Exactly. You know, I mean, and I'll have if I, I've. Friends of the podcast, I'll try to sort of finagle my way into having my own segment where I correct certain things. <laughs> now, how how was how did that come about? Because I listen to the podcast all the time, the Sloppy Boys. Mm. You came on there and you had a correction about the yes. Nick and Nora glasses, and from what I heard, it was spot on. Yes, uh, well, I, I hope so. I mean, it's possible it wasn't, uh, but um, <laughs> well, well, now wait a minute. There might be another <laughs> layer of corrections, but I think that's spot okay. on. Um, I I. I believe I was just talking about the subject with one of the hosts, and then he, right. the host pitched that I come on. Interesting. So it was not. I I I uh, have have had the experience of reaching out to someone, being like, "I like your podcast," and then uh, be like, "Oh, you should come on sometime." And then th- that that's where the conversation ends. And then I'm <laughs> like, "Well, I'm not going to say a second time." So. Um, <laughs> Can I come on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, so so I'm 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 very uh, uh, allergic to just sort of pitching. Put me on your podcast to anyone after well, hey, after my experience you, a few years ago. So it worked to get you on this one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, I hadn't checked my emails for a while, and it, those were piling up. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It was it. kind of old. It was before my 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 uh, sort of ghosting that had happened to me a few years ago <laughs> right, from, right. from an unnamed podcast so uh uh ooh, back at that ooh, time air, i, I want to hear uh, all about it <laughs> it's a good podcast that just the, the ooh, ball got dropped cereal. i don't know what to say uh well you know sometimes that happens with us producers we we get yes. <laughs> email after email i understand from the likes of you and <laughs> you just can't keep up with them all now you, you can't you mentioned maybe there might be a correction in the campbell correction would you correct yourself? Would you do a, a correction? I, I correction? doubt the I listeners have much patience for that. I, I don't think they hmm. want more corrections uh, segments. Uh, You'd be surprised what the, the listeners have patience for. <laughs> Perhaps, but uh, it's it's not it's not uh, showing up in my. Uh, I'm I'm not hearing about the 
We need more I've, Neil on podcasts. So uh, I've listened to that uh, Sloppy Boys podcast, and God, if they don't tell the same stories over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's our first okay. question. Hey, John and Tony Stark, question mark. So sometimes people try to guess who the guest is going to be. Ooh. Of course, you're not Tony Stark, but you, you, do, you do appreciate the Tony Stark films. Oh, sure. To him, to him, they're just documentaries. Yes, yes. Here we go. Hey, John and Tony Stark. I moved back in with my parents after losing my job during the pandemic. Oh, it's too bad. Uh, it's going okay. Not as bad as I would have thought, but we can never agree on a movie to watch. Any suggestions? This is from Beanie. Beanie. Oh, I like that name, Beanie. Beanie. Beanie Baby. Um, and is this, is, is this the Beanie who's currently on Broadway, do we think? Oh. Feldstein. No, wait. You wouldn't think. Well, I would imagine Beanie Feldstein has probably not moving in with her because she didn't lose her job during the pandemic. Well, I think well she maybe a production a fell apart. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, she moved back in with her parents just for a brief period. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. And maybe her brother Jonah moved in, too. Um. A, mo- a movie to watch. So it's a movie. The question is not how to pick a movie to watch with your parents. It's just what is a movie to watch? What, 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 yeah, what, what would be a good film to watch with your parents? What would be a good film for a parent? I, I would think, you know, a beanie. If you're moving back in with your parents at a, at a day, I, she's probably a little younger. Uh, she's probably, you know, that's tough to lose. I wish, she, I wish we knew what her job was. I wish she'd put that in there. Because hmm. maybe it was. <laughs> movie critic then i would say you know maybe you you could probably pick your own movies and tell your parents what to watch um but i think we're just picking out what good what would be a good movie for the parents and the youngsters the kid to watch together right i mean because you know you don't want to watch the movie you don't want to watch uh the michael fassbender movie where he's fucking everyone oh, in front of your parents shame yes <laughs> yes shame to watch it yeah you know i I watch a lot of old movies, and I have found uh, uh, no common ground with with my uh, mom over over. Uh, what to watch? Yeah, it, it, I don't think she has much interest in watching movies from before she was born. Even like either, you know, it's not like oh, uh, a parent just loves all things old, um, right? So, I, I guess it would depend on the age. I mean, maybe there's something that's a. Uh, a Godfather or something in there. That's, oh, what are the classics? There is a weird thing that sometimes I think people go to like, uh, like almost kids' movies type things where it's like, well, no one's happy here. Where, where if you're an adult with adult parents, right? You don't have if to like watching... go watch a Pixar movie, you know? To, right. To, you can... That happens a lot because people think you know Pixar movies are for everyone. There are jokes for everyone in it, and they're kind of cool, and they've got cool set up, you know, little worlds that can be kind of cool. But yeah, it's right, true. You're watching, and you kind of, after a while, you're like, "God, Jesus, I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying this on the same level as my the older people, my parents here. We don't have a There's kid not a around kid here, to, yeah. to be like, yeah, this is so great.' And you're like, yeah, it is great. But if it's just, oh, you get a little bored of it after a while. Yeah, I mean, if you have a lot of time to kill, look, watch Get Back. I'm sure that's what you're thinking. Well, of course, of course. If none of that money goes to me, that all goes to Peter Jackson. We we struck up a deal with him. Uh-huh. He gets the money. Michael Lindsay Hogg to... might get some. I'm sure he does too. I the deal was, you get all the money, Peter and Michael Lindsay Hogg, but you both have to work on more Lord of the Rings movies, more and more and more. Make it up, write books for it, take other stories and just put the characters in them. Uh, we want to see that, and we want to see it bad. We, I was very disappointed with the, um, 
I don't know how this got in my head, but I was very disappointed with the Jurassic Park movie that came out recently. Mm. Because I, you know, Ringo may have told me this, so he, he's always fucking with me and messing with my, what, my expectations in movies. I thought there was going to be some of the Lord of the Rings characters in there. Yeah, that's a tough little, you know, the little the hobbits because they can scoot around, sure. and run up as long as you bring back, the... you know, things from the past. I would assume, right? I I forget exactly when Middle Earth, what its relationship is, time wise, temporally to the age of the dinosaurs. Hmm. But they're well, all they all the, lived like... on Earth theoretically, so it is their DNA could exactly. also be in amber somewhere. I think they took, uh, th- that took place, Middle Earth was uh, in a galaxy far, far, far away a long time ago. Oh, God, I've got to get, I've got to get shit for that online. Yes, yes, but it, it seems you, like you're kind you of begging for it. don't mess up Star Wars. I think you're, you're asking for it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trolling. I do a lot of trolling these days. Mm. Uh, usually friends, I'll get on, anytime they post something else, whatever the opinion is, yeah. I don't, I could even share the opinion, but I'll still go, you're wrong and I don't agree with you, and swear at them. Well, and, I mean, they, and let's face it. The characters from Lord of the Rings did a bit of trolling when they were in Mount, what the mountains of Moria, Mount Moria, or whatever the halls of Moria. I forget what it's called. Oh, troll attacked the, them. That's what I'm the original at. trolls. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, the original trolls. Not to mention Harry Potter in the Sorcerer's Stone. That's true. Troll swinging that, uh, you know, that big ogre. It was a very similar was kind of sequence around, released around the same time. That's true. You got to wonder who was uh, sort of listening in. Yeah. Who who's prevising that? <laughs> I agree. Somebody, I think somebody was was sneaking a peek at the other at the other writing rooms mm-hmm. around the I don't know studio lots. So we don't that, just w- have two trolls. Would that be your pick then for uh, what what Beanie should watch with her parents? To uh, should it be uh, uh, Lord of yes. the Rings or the Hobbit films? Mine would be yes. I would be the whole all the Hobbit films with the three Hobbit films. There's three Hobbit films. There's the Hobbit. Yep. Um, smog, desolation, desolation of, smog. of smog, and then something LA could use. I've heard, I've seen the footage. Is it? Wait, what are the sub- there and back again? Is that the name of the third one? Uh, no, I don't know. Look, I just remember they all started with uh, Bilbo Baggins <laughs> traipsing through the meadows. Yes. <laughs> tra-la-la, tra-la-lee, that type of <laughs> sort of setup. I would say, yeah, watch all three of those Hobbit movies, and then watch all three of the Lord of the Rings movies. And then get to work with your parents on a screenplay for getting uh, the Hobbits into Jurassic Park. And then watch all the Jurassic mm-hmm. Park movies. Uh, and then make something yourself. And if your you, parents you, ever you get out to work, mad at you, I'd if say. If you're out to work, you could, you could become a screenwriter and write really big <laughs> budget movies. For sure. I'd also say Prisoners. That's one to watch with your parents. It shows the, the love between a parent and their child. What, the the yep, extent now, that they would go to to rescue them. <laughs> what, what, who's in that movie? That's Prisoners. Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. oh my gosh! So this is this is some of the hunks of Hollywood. Oh yeah, I saw Paul Dano, Dano, Dano on uh, on, on Sopranos the other day. He's one of AJ's friends. Mm, yes, could you believe it? <laughs> Lady Gaga too. I hadn't seen her yet. Mm. Is keep she it. on there singing her, some of her songs? I keep an eyes peeled when they're when they're wrecking the gym. Look out huh. for Lady Gaga. The gym? Mm. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> I just hope that, that's got to kill. As a workout guy, that's got to kill you. <laughs> Someone ruined your gym. Sure. Well, it was more of a big gymnasium. It's not, there wasn't uh, well, stuff to lift. As a there. basketball fanatic, that kills yes, me. Yes. <laughs> I love playing basketball. Well, Beanie, I hope that helped. Oh, I'm sure it did. I think it did. 
Because <laughs> what the big thing about this Fabini is just spending time with your parents. Mm. Getting in there, you know, they get the couch, you get the beanbag chair, mom makes the popcorn, we get Coca-Colas, we get high C's, maybe mom and dad split a beer. <laughs> you watch some movies. Some nice movies. Yeah. And if this is if none of these were the right, have her right back in, give it a few more specifics. Right. What's a decade they love? What, what they, what's their job? What are they into? You know, we can kind of algorithm right. it. What are your ages? Are you are you 60 years old and your parents are 100? Right. That could be a whole different thing. Right. You might just want to watch some, you know, some early cinema. George right. Melier. Were... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, train in motion. That, mm. that old yeah. chestnut. They were probably fucking around there. They probably fucking worked on set. 100-year-old people. Mm. Okay, here's another one. Greetings, John. And guest, and that's you. Okay. Everyone in my office thinks I'm the funny guy. In quotes, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm that funny. I just think they are all lame. Mm. <laughs> all I do is reference The Simpsons and Family Guy sometimes. How can I live up to this pressure? Mark Corin. Mm. Put his last name. Corin. Corin. Mark. Corin. Um. Well, this seems that's a lot. Why? Right up your alley. That everyone thinks. You're the funny one in the Beatles, John, and you think your band members are lame. So this is kind of, you can really relate. <laughs> well, well, I, you know, I did think I was the funny one. I put a lot of work into that, though. Yeah. And I was funny. I was being funny. I took classes. I took, you know, comedy classes and uh, in Liverpool classes yeah. in Liverpool. Uh, no, when we got big, mm. as the Beatles were getting big, we all sort of decided, who's going to be who in this? Uh, Paul, of course. Paul said, I'll be the cute one. All right, Paul, you can be the cute Fair. one. George, I don't want to talk much. I'll be the quiet one. Ringo, what was his whole thing? The goofy one? The drumming one? Whatever. Yeah. And I was the funny one because I was so funny and I liked to be funny. That was the difference between me and Mark here. I enjoyed being funny and I wanted to make people laugh. And I knew I had a gift. I had a natural talent for it. I agree. It. <laughs> well, thank you. Did you, did you so, did, would, so did you ever study? Did you ever go like, I'm more of a stand-up guy? I'm, I'm into clowning. You know, I'm going to do... I would did do, you ever do Edinburgh Fringe? I did Ed, uh, Edinburgh Fringe, but but with music, it was mostly solo music mm. stuff. I and and yeah, that makes sense. That's Beatles songs. almost what you're most well known for. So the the music, the music, yeah, pretty much. Uh, people know me. Some people know me from the movies, uh, the one movie I was in. Right. And what some is that? You're like a soldier. Me. What's that called? Uh, I think all the it's called all the little t- the tin soldiers all come home. Mm. Uh, something something like that. It's about tin soldiers who grow up to be humans. Sounds interesting. It does sound interesting, but the science didn't work with it. It was a hard, it was a hard sci-fi movie. Yes. And the science, and I never agreed with the science, and I gave many, many notes on how to change it in the edit, and we never did it. Uh, but no, but what I do want to say is this. Uh, <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? What did you uh, think about the science in, in uh, the new Jurassic Park? You just said you saw that. I thought that was a spot on. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> because I, do, I did do, anytime I go to a sci-fi movie, I do the research. Before I l- yeah. learn what the plot is, now, what did and you then I do the research, and I say, you know, this is how this could work. This actually is plausible. Uh, that's great. What did you think about the recasting that uh, that the one guy is from the original is in jail for like statutory rape or something, right? They had oh, Campbell Scott. I in. couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I think it was the good, the right move, is what I would say. Wait, uh, <laughs> I'm fuzzy on the movie. Maybe I didn't see it as clearly as I thought I would. 
Who? This is the actor in real life? The actor in real life, the guy who hires Wayne Knight in the original Jurassic Park. Oh. Dodgson. He, who's like he running, shows up in the... Th- he's like the main villain in Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, yes, yes. But it's a new actor playing him because the real life gotcha. guy is in prison. And right oh, I so. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't even notice him in the new one. Huh. <laughs> oh, boy. He didn't see a, a character named Dodgson and remember Wayne Knight going, Dodgson! No, there was a big period of that uh, when I went to the theater. Uh, big time spent out in the uh, concessions area. There was a new... They had the, the new... Not new, but they got a new T, T2 uh, arcade game. So I went out to go use the bathroom. I saw that. I said, well, I got to... Get... No one's around. I can really see if I can bust some high scores up here. Ooh. Did you... Uh, I didn't. Um, do they have one of those uh, soda fountains that have the different like touchscreen buttons? They did. Mm. And it was hooked up... It was right next to the the T two game, so you could kind of you know shoot at that, and you'd shoot the soda soda all over the room. It's I don't smart. know why they do that, you know, but it made it very fun for the for the player. It's sort of I mean, the same lesson that Jurassic Park taught us. Just because there's more technology doesn't mean we're gonna use it responsibly. Good point. Very good point. Uh, but going yes, going back to that, I was never a, a stand up. I did some uh, sketch and improv. And I was in a clowning. You saw me. You mentioned uh, the Get Back documentary before. Mm-hmm. You'll see my. That's my work at its height. You're doing a lot of voices and stuff in it. Yeah. Goofballing off and and kind of acting silly in front of the camera, making faces and things. Kind of keep pretending that's, like you're introducing the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Right. Right. That was a big part. That was me at my peak comedy. I agree. I was. I was really all. I was hitting it there. But it's tough. But like I said, that's all original. Mm-hmm. And this. Mark is going in talking Simpsons and Family Guy references sometimes, which is an easy laugh. Sure. I mean... And it's it's not right. Well, you know, sometimes you just start... The ways you phrase things in life are... are you just start saying things the way something got said on The Simpsons. And you're like, I guess that's just how I say this now. True. You've worked with the You've worked very closely with Bart, haven't you? Oh, I wouldn't say very closely. <laughs> It's tough to work closely with the with the characters on The Simpsons because they they're drawn. That's you don't true. really get to meet them. Yeah, you would think though if you if you worked on The Simpsons for a little bit, they would, you know, dress the characters up in the mascot uniforms and come and shake your hand a little bit. Sure, at least to to sort of serve as a muse. If you're right, yeah. <laughs> right. When you're writing, they would come sort of room to room and mess your hair up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bart would skateboard through. Homer would eat drink a beer. Mm. And it would, what is it? What's his food? Does he like? Well, you know, I used or? to have, uh, or I perhaps still have, like old Simpsons trading cards, and it was clear they had just sort of lit the trading oh. card writers uh, <laughs> come up with like Simpsons esque jokes, um, right? And it's says Homer, what is you know Homer's favorite snack food or or favorite food or something, and the what it says there in that category for favorite snack food is pork rinds light. <laughs> it's, and it feels it's like did they think like that's not Homer's thing is that he tries to eat no. like the diet versions of bad for you foods right, and it, right. or, or it, are they just saying like pork rinds light is like a joke in and of itself like can you believe pork rinds which are so gross or so unhealthy would have a right. diet version it's like I guess there's fucking everything <laughs> has a diet like anyway I that first I don't know why it's it hasn't made my life better that that joke got burned in my memory for decades. What are you talking about? I gave you something to talk about here on questions. That's true. Another thing was a trivia question on the back of Bart's card 
that said, uh-huh. Bart's hair resembles what uh, kitchen <laughs> implement, kitchen utensil? And then the answer, a meat tenderizer. <laughs> that's, not, that's not trivia about the Simpsons. That's kitchen trivia. <laughs> it's, it's kitchen trivia. And it's more, uh, you know, that could be another, it could be a serrated knife. Sure. It could yeah. be a fork. It could be a spark. It's just kind of like, what do I? What does the writer think it kind of looks like? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the writer of this question. Yeah, I, I feel like the people that uh, I feel like they were maybe working harder writing jokes on the show than they were writing the jokes on the cards. So. I did like when things came out in the '90s, and maybe it still happens. I'm just not keyed in on it. But there, the immediacy of toys and playing cards. Yeah, and you get things like this where there's, you know, I don't know if things become canon this way, but it's. Somebody like you thinks for the rest of their life thinks, oh yeah, Homer eats <laughs> pork rinds light. That's his one thing. Yeah. The joke about Homer is he likes to try to be healthy, but he can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you are going to, you know, some some people do rely on just quoting funny things, mm. and that's okay. Yeah. But I would I would quote, you know, there are some very funny lines. Extremely funny lines, uh, you know, in Shakespeare's work, in uh, Bertrand Brecht mm, does has really? some, ve- some genius genius comedy in some Mother of his Church. lines. Mother, you know, it's not a comedy uh, as far as you and I are concerned, but some of the turns of phrases. Oh, that, uh, I agree. Uh, and and are you and do you mean in the original German or or sort of the English translation? In German, yes. oh, I mean it's, yes. it's funnier in German. The translation, it's all yeah. A mess. I, that's what I, that's what I, I figured when you were in Hamburg, you probably were ch- taking in a lot of Brecht. So right, T- tons of it. Uh, you know who, what? I, who what else do it? He could do. I gotta say, is if he's tired of like quotes. Um, yes. Yeah, maybe go study some of the silent masters and just sort of do some chaplain routines around the office or Keaton routines. That would be right, you right. Know, you don't the, have. Take the buns or potatoes or whatever they are and do a little thing. Yeah, just and... set up at lunchtime and dance around and people will say, oh, that's very funny. Yeah. But then, you know, that they did that in The Simpsons as well. So I think they they might. Sure. But they may not know. Grandpa did that. You know, they just see him walking. Around. Yeah. Or maybe get the front uh, facade of the house to like fall over and you're perfectly <laughs> right. positioned so it doesn't. Get the office building to, yeah. to fall right on top of you. Oh, when you're going to work, sit on the. Uh, so the pumping arms of a train and, and yeah. go up and down like that. If he thinks they're lame, and maybe it's just because he started too far near the, you know, he, they don't have a, just a proper background, a proper appreciation of comedy. So if he can just kind of take them through, start with some Shakespeare, some Brecht, do some Chaplin routines, Keaton, <laughs> you know, get up to just try to reenact all of um, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World for them. <laughs> so you could, you could do uh, selected scenes from MASH. For sure. That's you know like that's more of a game. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of a character-driven thing. Mm. Very personal. Very. Uh, it's a different style of humor, but I think it'll work. Right. And then or, you've right, got just all read Don of, Quixote to them as well. That's hilarious. That would be, oh, you know, that would be hilarious for someone like me and mm. you. We would really appreciate oh, yeah. that. You could do. You know what? You could probably do is get away with uh, doing. A, you've got all the characters from SCTV. You could do. Yeah. Uh, some of Tom Green's routines are very funny. Going back, who's the who am I thinking? Who's importance of being earnest? Who wrote that? That's Oscar Wilde, my friend. Oh God, how could I forget the the, the OG? He's Mister Oh the OW Mister Mister This Is That and Will They Won't They himself? <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> uh, Mister You know Mister Who Said What and this He's going in this door and that person's oh, going out sure, the other sure. door and no one knows what's going on. 
wonderful stuff. Mark, do yourself a favor. Do, do your whole, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, damn office a favor and learn this stuff and repeat it. Yeah. And if, but if you don't want to be the, the funny person in the office, you can also just say in a very stern voice in front of everyone, say, I, I say, I'm done. I'm done with that. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be this person for you. Take charge of your life, Mark. It's about time. It's, yes, I agree. He may not really be able to control what other people think of him. That might be outside his control. He might just be the right. funny guy there. Right. Or but get them to hire a funnier person. That's the other way. True. Oh, yeah. Maybe you get on the uh, sort of the planning committee for the office and you get a, a clown to come in every so often. Sure. Uh, you talk to the boss and say, hey, there's a lot of pressure on me to be funny here. I can't do my job. You're going to have to hire a clown from time to time. And not, not a birthday clown, not a kid's clown. I want one of these, you know, clown trained by the French, uh, you know, the Lecoq school uh, clowns. Well, I, I, obviously, yeah. you're not going to have a, a birthday clown come in and make balloon animals for everyone. You want someone who's, and not a mime, you know, they get a lot of no, flack, yeah. but they should get a lot of flack. You know, coming, I'm in a glass box type of thing has its merits, yes. but not in the office. Someone place who's done well. a lot of training to find their inner clown and kind of knows how to express <laughs> right. it. And it could be, you know, maybe that person is trained and the inner clown is a birthday clown who makes the balloons and honks the nose and honks everyone else's nose. It's got to get there somehow. As long, as long as you're paying for it, Mark, and it's not coming out of the tax, the the tax. Yes, yeah, so if money. you're working for the federal government, all of this is moot. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. We don't, we don't, we're not paying for you to be the funny guy. You shouldn't be funny there, Mark. You should be uh, figuring out this uh, recession that was about to mm. go through. Yes, the markets. The markets can be down, but well, boy, when they go up. <laughs> Look out for me. You'll you'll know if you see me on the street with a big wide smile and a stogie hanging out of my mouth, holding the lapels of my jacket yeah. wide open. So you're, that, you know I assume that means stock market. Though. Now that they are down, you're buying in. This is when you're you realize low, that they're going to go back to... up. So you're buying now, buying low, so you can sell high. Right, my my crypto bros. I'm in a crypto bro. Uh, we go out to dinner at uh, steakhouses every single uh, night of the week, and we yeah we're buying the dip big time. Mm. Big time buy the dip. That's smart. That's a smart way to do it. Is your crypto? Because it's bro- always going to come back. The crypto is always going to come back. Oh, for sure. For sure. What else are we going to spend in the metaverse? <laughs> you know, the, you, nobody knows. You know. All yeah, right. I well, mean, Mark- there's plenty of good NFTs. I, I, there must be some Beatles NFTs floating around. I have a few, uh, but there were ones I drew. Mm. And I'm not a great draw. I don't get shading done. I don't very think that's well, a, a huge concern. I'll be honest for the. NFT crowd. The NFT will? Yeah. I know. People don't seem to care what a, a, the drawing, if it's good or bad. or it's, Yeah. It's just got to be a, a funny animal of some sort. Oh, yeah. Wearing I mean, sunglasses. They just got to hope it, you know, makes some money. Hope and pray against all, all hope. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mark. I hope that helped. Well, Neil, I think we did it. Wow. Really? We... We only get we get uh, two questions a week. No, that's fine. I just I'm, I'm I not not the amount of questions. I just I, I I'm glad of your confidence that you feel like we we answer these with the. the... Oh, oh, we answer those great. Yeah, uh, I think Beanie and Mark are going to be better people for it. Uh, more more whole people. That's the, mm. always the goal here is to have people be whole human beings. Smart uh, contributing to society. Are you doing anything these uh, these days, Neil, to contribute? To contribute to society. Hmm. Recycle. 
<laughs> certainly not driving as much as I used to. Uh, well, now why is that? COVID? Uh, I guess, I mean, I, you know, I, I work from home, so I'm not really going and sitting in a coffee shop. Uh, so. You know, that's got to be, it's got to be tough for people, you know, not tough, it's an interesting thing to think about. During COVID, when everyone was working from home, people who, you know, put additions on houses, they're just working at home, putting huge additions on their houses and um, redoing the roofs. And so you're saying the a kitchen. contractor who's, who's working on their own home or just a person working on their own home. That's what you're saying? And that's what I'm basically saying. If your job is a contractor and you got to work from home, what can you do? You can only right, upgrade right. your home. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> then who's paying for that? Yeah. Um, That's got to be a tough conversation. He's got to call himself up and complain about the tiles not being right. right. Or, or you get a job. It's like, okay, this lady wants wants us to add, a, you know, a unit above her garage. Oh, that sounds great. But it's COVID, so we have to work right. from home to do that. And so this is going to be hard because <laughs> right she exactly. lives miles away from me. So I could just build it here and hope a tornado moves it to her house. Or I can try to set up a long pulley system with a hammer and stuff. So I'm like nailing one nail at a time, but. I was talking to some of the contractors who were doing some uh, some uh, upkeep on the Dakota where I live, mm. and I asked them about wind and, and tornadoes, and they said a big part of the construction, you know, business and design and architect is hoping uh, tornadoes will sort of fix things. Yeah, it's it's a it's more than you'd think. It's almost every if if you ever look at have you ever looked at a pair of a set of blueprints? Oh, for sure. Very interesting. If you look way to the bottom. It says, you know, in, in sort of official type. And of course, this can only be done if the whole if the whole team prays for wind. Yeah, I mean, that's why whenever I see the wind picking up, I go out and hit the grill because I'm like, it's possible. It's just a big, uh, you know, a big, a big, a uh, big old fresh salmon is going to just land right <laughs> on the grill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And hopefully maybe some wind uh, knocked it into sort of a... Um, fish cleaning <laughs> factory sure it passed the fish cleaning factory <laughs> a scaling a scaling factory uh chop the head off type of thing yeah put some uh, herbs raisin, on it sort yeah. of a lemon dill yeah. <laughs> right right <laughs> well, that's that's how most uh, uh, that's how most things get done i think in this country the wind the wind and i'm not you know whatever your politics are i'm not saying that every, we need to have wind farms but it would help it would help it would help. All right, Neil. All right. How can people find you? Or do you want people to find you? <laughs> um, I guess I can get my address. Uh, <laughs> yeah, put your, we, we can put your address out in this. Um, I would say your 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 perhaps best bet is I'm Neiler Dude on Instagram. And you're doing you're doing a, a show every month over at the Elysian. Oh, that's right? true. That's true. I do a show every month at the Elysian. Um, we don't, we don't have our dates lined up for, I think we have one July 22nd, you know, that's right. That's coming up. It is, but it's also that Paul Greengrass film. Uh, but then I don't know what our dates will be after that, but we're usually the second Friday of the month. That's not, and it's usually every every month. Yes. Yes. We're usually the second Friday of the month at the Elysian, uh, 8 PM playhouse masterpieces, myself and Paul and other funny people. Um, I've been to one of the shows you guys. You're very funny. I, I don't understand a word you're talking about. Some of the references are way over my head, but I love. I just love seeing you have fun up well, there. Well, if, if anytime your pal Mike Canford's in town, we love having Mike be part of the show. So any, you know, hopefully he's hopefully doing we'll more. Go. 
He's doing more dramatic work. I've I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Which dramatic is I'm improv. seeing it on stage at stand-up shows, but I was like, I guess this is dramatic. <laughs> so yeah, well, it would explain why no one's laughing at them. Yeah, right. But they are you know, crying. <laughs> and that's all a dramatist ever wants. Exactly. Is someone to cry. All right, Neil, thanks for coming. And for the rest of you, good luck out there.